Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Well, we've been saying it for quite some time, BT. Met fans need to come to the realization that Pete Alonso is not, in fact, going to sign an extension with the team. But it doesn't mean that he won't be with the Mets long term. Just because Stern says the Mets aren't going to extend him now or likely not going to extend him now before the season, let this thing play out, that's what Stearns and the Mets should do. That's what Pete Alonso and Scott Boris should do, and it's what they want to do because Pete wants the most money regardless of what anybody thinks. But ultimately, they'll play the season out, and the Mets are going to extend Pete Alonso. Everybody just needs to calm down. Pete Alonso will be a lifelong Met. I think when people get a little bit worked up, um, it's it's often because their instincts are telling them something's about to happen that they don't necessarily want to happen. And it's like almost like a self-protective mode here. You see, David Stearns is not emotionally invested to anybody that he inherited, nor should he be. The writing is on the wall, and it stinks. Do you think I'm changing my opinion today? I don't think Pete wants to be here as much as many people think that he might or hope that he wants to be here and I'm quite sure the Mets are open to moving him. I think I think he's gone, dude. I mean, I've said it for six months. I don't yeah. think the Mets are married to this guy, to him as a player. And I think that the smart move for the franchise, and I, more importantly, even though it's it's what Mets fans don't want to hear, I think the Mets fan the Mets have inwardly reconciled what I just said. They do not view him as a smart signing. See, I don't get that, BT. I understand why you're saying it. I'm not getting that sense from the Mets. The sense I'm getting from the Mets is similar to what we saw with Edwin D- with um, Brandon Nemo, Edwin Diaz too, but it, you know th- that was never really the issue. With Brandon Nemo, Jacob DeGrom, let the season play out and see what goes on. Obviously, DeGrom, they wanted to bring him back, but they weren't going to bring him back at the price that he ended up getting from the Rangers, and they were right. Because of Steve Cohen's finances, they are in the position of power to where they could say, okay, you don't like the deal we offered you now. Go play the season out. We hope you hit 70 home runs because if you do, we're going to make the playoffs and then we'll give you more than whatever you're going to get on the open market. The open market will dictate. Pete thinks he's worth Aaron Judge type money or let's mm-hmm. say $300 million. The Mets think he's worth Matt Olson money or let's say roughly $200 million, and they'll probably end up meeting somewhere in between. But Mets fans feel like, oh, extend him, extend him, extend him. A, that would be stupid. B, Pete Alonso doesn't want an extension, and you're right. If you think Pete Alonso wants to be a Met, first and foremost, we're going to find out. You don't hire Scott Boris if you want to be with the same team. You hire Scott Boris for one reason and one reason only, and that is to get the most money. And that's not his fault, but that's the reality. And I happen to think that when all is said and done, they'll play this thing out, 
And at the end of the year, Scott Boris will test the open market and the New York Mets will give Pete Alonso the most money and he will be a Met. I think he's gone. I think he's gone. And, you know, Stearns comes in here and in a lot of ways he's in an enviable position because he can make every decision independent of emotion. Nothing he does is connected to somebody that he drafted or was in the room the night that he was drafted or you know, saw player X ascend up the minor league system uh, and become a, a viable major league prospect or beyond. He comes in here and he is cold-blooded. And he needs to be. And he has been. Even though he's got that, you know, that little disarming smile, David Stearns is is calculating a future for the Mets that's not just about, you know, a random, amazing 101-win season that completely falls apart the next year. David Stearns is here to eventually make the Mets a dynasty. And David Stearns is a smart baseball man. He's a forward thinker. He relies on analytics a lot. Outside of power, almost every analytic is unfavorable to Pete Alonso, and he knows that. He knows it, Sal. Yeah, I, look, I, I trust that Stearns is a smart baseball guy. I also think that the Mets would be open to trading him especially if things are going south prior to the deadline. I still don't think that that means they can't revisit talks to try to bring him back. They know, the Mets know, how important he is to the fan base. They understand the public blowback that they would get for losing a guy. This is even different than DeGrom, BT, because the only reason why the Mets wouldn't give DeGrom the money that he ended up getting from the Rangers was because of health. That is not the issue with Pete Alonso. So the only issue here is where Pete and his camp value himself versus what the market says for a player of his position and his caliber, and that's what the Mets are saying. I don't think the Mets are saying, we're going to try to undercut Pete Alonso and get him on the discount. They just want to pay what they think is fair. Yeah. He thinks he's worth more. Ultimately, he's not going to get what he thinks he's going to get on the open market, which is why I think he's going to be back, even if they do trade him. Now, it's a different story saying, would you trade him? Should they trade him? Whatever. That's different than what we're saying here. The reality is both these sides playing this the right way, letting this thing play out, and then it's going to come to a head in the offseason. Now, what will really be the test is if, like Judge, you know, remember, Judge let it play out, has a historic year, gets more money elsewhere but still signed back to be a New York Yankee. Mm -hmm. I am fascinated to find out if, let's say, the Cubs offer Alonzo 260 or 250, and the Mets say we're at 225, 230, that's it, what Pete says. Now, that to me is the only way that maybe he leaves the Mets is if somebody blows him away with an offer that's so ridiculous the Mets don't want him. Or he just wants a more winning situation. It's funny because we talk about what the Mets fan goes through and how they ride out these losing seasons – you know, for the most part, year after year, or at least underwhelming, underachieving seasons. But we don't really calculate the players' uh, emotions here. We look at money. Uh, and listen, you're right. Cohen's obviously going to come correct with that check. I've always said that. Whenever, if there's somebody he wants, there will he will not be outspent. I, I, I believe that, okay? But the Mets, right, Pete Alonzo is at a point where, you know, he's got a couple of prime years left. Mets aren't going to be very good this year. That's my assertion. If I'm wrong, then that's good for Pete. That's good for Sal. That's good for you, the Mets fans. That's good for everybody, all right? But if they are the team that I think that they will be, Pete's going to look around and say, you know, I mean, what am I doing, man? I've got a finite window to, certainly from an earnings power point of view, and I've got a finite window to win. And see, I, I, I think it's becoming convoluted where 
money, home run power, all-time Met, and those things are indisputable. I think Pete wants to win, yeah, and he ain't going to win this- here right now. Well, that's not necessarily true. You I mean, don't I don't think that. he is. You know. Well, well, not maybe not this year, but even with this year, I mean, David Stern's again doubling down on the idea that this could be a playoff team. So even with this year where there are little expectations by many, yeah. they're saying playoffs. Next year, they better be competing to go out there and win a World Series. I would think that they'd have one of the better teams going into the season. Now, again, I don't know. We have to see it play out, but I don't think there's going to be a spot where – you know, the Mets are going to be losing and Pete doesn't want to sign on to a loser. I really believe, you know, Mets fans want to think that Pete wants to be a Met and maybe he does. I don't believe that that's the case. I believe, yeah, he, he of course would love to be a Met, but I believe Pete wants the money. And as he should, right? You're a free agent. You want to get paid. I believe that's the number one thing he wanted. Now, I also thought that that's what Aaron Judge wanted. Turns out Judge turned down more money to go to the Yankees. So we have seen it before. We, you know, uh, DeGrom didn't. DeGrom talked a good game while he was here. We tried to warn you, saying, you know what? There's going to be issues here. And DeGrom ended up leaving for more money. Will Pete Alonso do the same thing? I don't think so because I think the Mets will ultimately have the highest offer knowing the value that he brings to the fan base, to the franchise, all those different things. But there's just a significant gap in where the Mets value Pete for the position he plays and all that he brings versus where Pete thinks that he is. We want to get these calls, obviously, 877-337-6666. Real fast, Al, I see three scenarios playing out. Two are very unlikely. One is is the most plausible, all right? But then I'll tell you why I don't think it leads to him remaining with the Mets. Number one, Pete bombs the Mets struggle. That's not going to happen. Pete's a massive home run hitter. He's going to put up numbers. So I don't, I don't worry about that. Number two. I mean, what, what is Bomb, though? Like, he hit 220 last well, year. That's well, not a good year. Well, that's what I'm saying. But, but but I mean where the home runs just fall. They they, they just level out. Like, Pete, if, right. he, if he plays every day, Pete's not going to – well, I mean, he could hit 230. He's not going to hit 29 home runs. Like, right. so the Mets will not be horrible, and Pete will not have – an all-time worst year. That's not even remotely in the equation for me. I think most people would probably agree. Number two, the Mets win big and Pete plays amazing. I don't think that's very likely, although I do think Pete will play well because the Mets ain't winning this year. What I see happening is the Mets will struggle and Pete Alonzo will play well because he always does. And then I think the Mets will be asked, will be tasked with a very tough, direct question that they will not answer publicly. Doesn't matter what David Stern said. Yes, it means nothing what he said. No kidding, he's going to go to free agency. Hey, that's Scott Boris. What matters, though, and they will reconcile within. They're going to look around. They're going to say, all right, this guy just hit 48 home runs again, whatever. We had a rough year. He's going to be 31 in 2025. And we're going to give him seven years? No, they're not. They're going to realize that they can build it differently and build it better. And it's not a diss on Pete. It's not a knock on his talent. It's an understanding and a recognition of how modern baseball works. Yeah, I, I think two ways it plays out. One, the Mets are so bad that they consider trading him at the trade deadline and then are open to bringing him back. Two, they have a good year, solid year. Whether they make the playoffs or not, they have a good year. But Pete has a strong year, and then they bring him back. I, I also, a, a big factor in this is I don't think anybody's going to offer him what he thinks he's worth anyway. It's not just about the Mets. It's about what the market is going to dictate. He's worth $200 million to the Mets. Is he worth 220 to somebody else? And then do the Mets say they want to come up and give him that much? It's going to be fascinating. But mm. the reality is Mets fans now should be aware that you know they're not signing an extension now. This is going to play out. It's the right thing for both sides. 
it doesn't mean though Pete is going to be you know a, not a Met long term. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. All right, Sal. Let's start hammering these out. A mixed bag and a lot of passion. You would imagine anytime we talk about Pete, it is uh, you guys are ready to go. First up, Danny and Belmar. Pete with uh, BT and Sal. What's going on, Dan? What's up, BT? What's up, Sal? Good hey, to be man, talking up, baseball dude? again. Baseball season's finally uh, yes. finally back for us. Headed down to spring training tomorrow, down to West Palm Beach, Port St. Lucie area. Looking forward to that. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. So, listen, with Pete, it's listen, it's very complicated with Pete, but here's what I see happening. I think the Mets have a mediocre year. They squeak into the playoffs, and Pete has a big year. I hear you guys talking about his batting average last year. I don't really go too much off of that because he had no protection in the lineup. I'm looking for Alvarez to kind of be that protection this year as a power bat for the lineup and for Pete. Um, but for the Mets, I think they're doing the right thing with Pete right now, just kind of waiting it out and seeing how this year goes. Um, you know, they're only bidding against themselves right now. You know what I mean? So let's see what he does this year and then see once he gets to uh, free agency what the offers are like. Like Sal said, I don't see him getting these huge number contracts, um, you know, similar to uh, – I see him more like an Olsen than anyone. Right, well, and that, yeah. that should be the comp, right, PT? I mean, you, we talked about this a lot. See, here's the thing, though. I think a lot of Met fans, and this is a debate, you know, BT, we've been having this debate since last summer. Like, a lot of Met fans are very sensitive to Pete, and understandably so. You could argue right now that the guy's the greatest position player that the franchise has ever seen. However, the smart thing to do is to let this play out. It does not mean that Pete is not going to re-sign with the Mets, assuming that they offer him the most money, which I think they will. That's where you and I disagree. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is I think we're we're quickly dispelling some of these other teams that, that might be ready to jump out of the weeds and, and hand him a check that the Mets do not feel is worthy matching. Uh, the Orioles' new ownership group, not messing around, you get a veteran righty stick with those kids, <laughs> okay, that I would rule them out. I know Artie Moreno's kind of kept uh, the wallet under wrap a little bit lately here, but if he gets frisky out there with the Angels, who knows? And I, I think you even have to look at something like uh, the Rogers group up in Toronto, which is the most at number one. Cohen's number two, not, not number one. The Rogers group is number one. So, you know, they were making a play for Otani. They've basically been a play for everybody. They were just dying to give money away. I, I do think that when we just flippantly say, well, you know, nobody's going to get Pete that, that I, I don't think that that's accurate necessarily. Well, well, well what do you think he's going to get on the open market? I don't know. Because the only reason well, I say what's that, the Sal, well, I, I know your value, but yep. what do you think his value is? All right, I'll give you an answer, but I need you to give me an answer to this question. Does he, Is his batting average the same as last year? That matters. Mm, let's say it's in between, right? What is he, career 250, and he hit 220 last year? Let's say it's 240-ish, 235, Ugh, 240. 235, all right. If it's, well, but you're not paying him for batting average anyway. You're paying him for home runs. No, I, I understand that. But if it's two years in a row for a slow-footed guy, the batting average, I know it's antiquated. All stat, right, so blah, let's, blah, blah, blah. let's say he hits 250. Let's say all he hits right, okay, career okay. average. Okay, and by the way, I think, in, in Pete's defense, I think he's probably going to rally and – more um, closely resemble his career numbers in terms of batting average than last year. I think last year will be proven to be a bit of an outlier, but he's got to do it. If he does it, which I think he will do, 
I think that the most amount of years, I mean, dude, Chapman is not even signed. He's, he's Brooks Robinson at third base, not with the right. power. I get that. Bellinger's not. These guys aren't signed. So you can look at it one of two ways. Advantage Mets because the, the market's changed, and it's almost probably like this loose interpretation of collusion out there amongst owners. Hey, hey, listen, guys, uh, you know, 29, 30, 31, don't sign them. Let them wait to training, to spring training, and we get them on 75 cents on the dollar. So if that happens, obviously it opens up a pathway for the Mets to get him a little bit on the cheap. But acknowledging who he is, what he isn't, I would say – I would say six years, 30 is 180. I would say six years, about 185, 190. Right, so that, but that's close to what Olsen got. I know Olsen got, what, more years, I think, on that. But he's he was around the same total, wasn't he? Yeah, Olsen got 168. It's also a couple of years ago, though. Oh, 168, okay. A yeah. couple of years ago. Pete Pete's getting 200. I, I think he's getting 200 million but it's just a matter of, to me, how much over he's going to get of that of that two hundred million. Bucks. I got you. How about Chris uh, in Flint, Michigan? What's going on, Chris? BT and Sal, how are you? Hey guys, how you doing? Hello. Yeah, I got got all the football stuff put up. Got all my Mets stuff ready to roll for baseball season. I can't wait. Sorry, you guys got dumped on on some snow out there, but I got to say, I agree with Sal. I think they play out this year. I do think Pete is going to be a Met for life. I mean, he's going to get a, a pretty good-sized deal, obviously. And I know what you're saying, BT, about Stearns is a different kind of a GM when it comes to teams, but he's never had an owner like Cohen. And Cohen, he may be a little more hands-off now, but he's going to have a say. And I think he's going to want to keep Pete around and give him some money to yep. keep him happy. Chris, can I ask you a question? I Chris, also, Chris, can I? I, I yeah. actually thought that about Cohen, not his willingness to spend. He, he's going to spend. Per- pertaining specifically to Pete, I always thought, because you know, Cohen's a Mets fan. So you would think that a Mets fan who's worth $15 billion is going to keep what eventually is going to be the all-time best Met around. Well, if that's the case, why was Billy Epler and the rest of the Mets organization given at least loose permission to explore his value on the trade market when Stearns was in Milwaukee. So when I when I think about that, I got to believe they were just putting out feelers to see kind of what people were offering uh, for him to kind of uh, to kind of gauge what you know he might go for. Well, on that pissed him off, uh, Chris. Even if you're right, even if it's just due yeah. diligence, which which I get as well. You are running the risk of of alienating your best player emotionally. He's probably sitting there saying, "Dude." I'm like the only guy here who plays well every year. And now you're going to have uh, trade talks with the Brewers? You don't yeah, think I that don't bothered know. him? I don't know if he got upset by that. I oh, do it would think bother that me, Mets... Sal. Yeah, why? I mean, why? If you get a uh, – fine, trade me. You don't want me, trade me. And I'm going to go somewhere else and I'll make sure you pay every time you, you play me. And I'm going to go get my money anyway. I think Pete – now, I'm not saying I think that's was, what uh... he's thinking. Well, okay. But, but wouldn't he want that anyway, the most money? Think about this on a human level, Sal. I mean, Pete Alonzo, imagine, you know, I don't, it's, not, it's not a great radio equivalent, but just imagine being here five and six years, five or six years, you and I, and being number one for five or six years. And if there were trades in radio, we get wind of, eh, they want to trade us to, to do afternoon drive in Milwaukee. We're like, what? That wouldn't piss you yeah. off? No, I mean, I, I, I understand. Me. I understand what you're saying. I don't think he, well, look, that's the nature of the beast. I, I mean, understand that. 
And they never got close to trading him, regardless of what the reports were. And I don't think Pete would care if they signed him. And I do think they are going to... Look, I do think the Mets tried to sign him. They just He thinks he's worth more than what they think. But they also understand the value that he brings to their organization. Pete Alonso is worth more to the New York Mets than he is to anybody else. So they're going to have to overpay a little bit to retain him. It's just a matter of how much they're going to be willing to go to that extent. They don't need to do it now. Do it at the end of the year. But ultimately, I would still be shocked if Pete Alonso was not wearing a Mets uniform the rest of his career. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll come back, continue with your calls on the other side. We want to get into some Yankee stuff as well coming up at 11 o'clock. Carlos Rodon had some interesting comments to say, so we'll get into that. Knicks with a tough loss last night. Another bullcrap call against Jalen Brunson. So we can discuss that as well. BT and Sal just... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting started on the fan. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Brandon Cuny, Salicata back on the fan. It's funny, BT, how two people could see the same thing mm. and view it differently. Like, I see Stern's comments yesterday. And by the way, this is nothing new. It's just making it more legitimate. Like, even Evan. I would talk to Evan about this weeks ago, if not months ago. I'd be like, dude, they're not extending him. And yet he does the whole bit with the beard and growing <laughs> up the hair. Like, dude, it's Met getting, fans, He looks like yeah. a lunatic. Yeah, I know. It's getting well, bad. Jack Evan. They, but Met fans don't want to understand the reality that they're not extending Pete. However, you also have to understand that just because they're not extending him doesn't mean they're not going to re-sign him. And when I hear Stern speak about Alonzo right now, everybody's very sensitive to it because when his name has brought, been brought up in trade talks last year and all the other stuff, the clubhouse stuff, we talked about it, people go nuts about it. The Mets are aware of that. They mm-hmm. know the importance of Pete Alonzo on this franchise, which is why ultimately... I'd be shocked if Pete Alonso was not brought back at the end of the year. Well, I mean, listen, there's a reason why Met fans are sensitive, because especially the older ones, they've been burned. I mean, every time they get somebody that, you know, they they deem is their own and, you know, that, that guy, it's, it's taken away. Now, some for reasons you can control from a from an organizational point of view, like trading Seaver, obviously they elected to do that. Uh, the Doc and the Daryl stuff, that was very complicated based on their off-the-field issues. David Wright's back. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just health. You can't control that. Reyes, you know, as a little different. That was a bad one. Yeah, that was a bad one. 
But even even when he was a star, he always had hamstring issues. Like, and, he, and I love Reyes, but it was complicated off the field stuff. This this is complicated because I think Pete represents a very complicated type of player. Uh, as you decipher what he's worth, he's not Aaron Judge. He's not, and nobody's saying he is. He's not putting ten thousand extra bodies in the house every night. He's just not. Well, he might. He might be saying he is. Him and his camp. Again, yeah. Not specifically Aaron Judge, but him and Boris think that you know that power is similar, if not better, than Judge. Understood. And and I I respect that. I certainly don't begrudge them chasing every penny. That's that's Boris's job here. But I'm just saying, you know, you and I, and I think most sensible baseball mm-hmm. people realize he doesn't have the gate attraction of somebody like Aaron Judge or somebody like Otani. So that complicates negotiations. He plays a position that is more and more, almost like the running back in football, devalued contractually in terms of AAV and length. He's not a good athlete, not horrendous, but he's average at best in terms of running and quick twitch stuff, slightly below in certain spots. So he's not going to age incredibly well, but he is a prodigious power bat, and he's the best the Mets have ever had. And he is, you know, the most um, explosive power hitter in baseball. So it's complicated. I get it. I don't think he gets the long-term deal. I think he's gone. I do. Just look at some of the some of the odds. I know we've done this before. And we'll get back to the calls here in a second. Yep. Like, you know, Judge is one of the, if not the best player in the sport. Yes. Certainly one of the top players in the sport. And not that odds are the be-all, end-all, but look at where Alonzo and even Lindor are as far as MVP odds in most places. Uh, Alonzo's even behind Lindor in some spots, and they're behind Trey Turner, Austin Riley, Manny Machado, Corbin Carroll, Matt Olson, Freddie Freeman, much higher up the ranks, Bryce Harper, Acuna, mm. Betts, Otani, Tatis, and that's just yeah. the National League. And by the way, and rightfully you know, so. You can't even argue that. Right, but I'm just saying, like, think how many people. And then you go to the American League, there's at least, you know, Judge, Soto, Alvarez, Seager, Rodriguez, maybe Rutschman, Henderson. Henderson, Kyle Tucker, Trout, like yeah. th- these are. You yeah. start to get down to where similar odds with Bobby Witt Jr. and Guerrero in comparison to um, to Lindor and Alonso. That again, not that that's the be all end all, but it is telling where he ranks among the top stars in the game. Hundred percent. That's that. I mean, that's, that's the hard reality, and it's a tough one for Met fans to answer because the the vision's distorted. You know, through one eye you see these prodigious bombs, easy power, Popeye power. And then you look around, if you watch the rest of baseball, you realize there are deficiencies that the the true superstars have. So that's why I use the word. It's complicated. All right, let's get back to you guys here. Mark in Fairfield, New Jersey. Mark, what's happening, buddy? BT and Sal, how are you? Hey, boys. How are you? Love the show. Thanks for giving me a minute. Appreciate it, it. buddy. Thank you. Diehard Med fan, BT, I've been waiting to have this conversation about Alonzo and how just condescending you tend to just make it sound like it's not going to happen. And what did you mean by modern baseball? This is not the way that modern baseball works. It's an age thing, right? That's your point? No, 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 no. It's what is emphasized and what is being, you know, really kind of removed from the game, like Albert Pujols and, you know, Mickey Cabrera, who, by the way, two of the best right hitters of all time, uh, they would not have gotten those contracts that they got back in the day. Heavy-footed, slow-footed, average-fielding okay. first base. That's what I mean. When I Phasing out. It, okay. Pete, Pete has an antiquated look to his to his yeah. and, and a tool his tool bag is antiquated. He's slow. Yeah. Here, he, listen, that's it. You've mentioned you've mentioned the years, the age for a while, and here's the argument. 
you just brought in Aaron Judge into the picture. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I get what Aaron Judge is, but to just put down Pete Alonso that he's not even remotely close when he never misses he's not. a game. He never misses a game. He hits all these home runs. And you make the argument about the age because you have mm-hmm. how long is that contract with Judge? And do you really think he's gonna be worth it? Now? No. Of course okay, he but so, but no, but Mark, so thank you, Mark. I'll, hold on, Mark. Alonso, I'll, I'll, I'll let you respond. Hold on one sec. Oh, no, I don't want to be fair to the conversation. No, I'd say the last 30, 35%, maybe slightly more of that contract is going to be a very big burden on the New York Yankees. The difference is what you're getting now and, you know, last year and this year and next year and the year after is among the top two or three players in baseball, something Pete never will be on his best day. And, and you're also going to agree that Judge is going to miss what 30 percent of the games every single year? No, because he didn't do oh. that. When, no, because he had sixty-two home He's runs. He played year. every day. He's done it every year. Not, not when he hit sixty-two home runs, Mark. One time, one time. Here's the point: <laughs> you're putting down the fact that this player for the New York Mets is the most in player, most important player on the team, okay. and will be for quite some time. Fantastic. So no, me, no, no. He can't it's be. Not about money. He, he, That's no, not he good. can't be the most. It is not about money, and thank you for the call, but he can't be the most important player on the team for quite some time. That cannot be the case. Exactly. Now, where I think, where I think, BT, you're actually giving too much credit to the Mets and Stearns is that while I understand what you're saying, baseball-wise, why it wouldn't make sense to overpay for Alonzo or whatever that, that, you know, that type player at that position, I, I don't think – I think while Stearns may know that, the Mets feel like they're in a spot where they cannot – lose Pete Alonso because of the fan blowback. And I think that that's going to overtake any logic that they might have about what type of player he projects to be. Not to mention that they could afford to do it, so why not just sign him, have him back, hope that that power plays when he doesn't play at first base, you move him to DH eventually, and he could be a lesser part of a younger core Mm -hmm. that comes up through the ranks, whether it's Alvarez, whether it's Jet Williams, or whoever else that they have coming up. Yeah, I'd feel a lot better about that if Pete was an absolute leader, which I don't think he is. I think he's a really good player who's kind of along for the ride. I don't think he truly... And I know what McNeil said and and Nimmo said. I get that and I respect that. But I'm sorry. When um, Tommy Pham, and not to drop this solely at Lindor and Alonzo's doorstep, but if you are the perceived leaders, you cannot have anybody ever say this about your team. It's the least hardworking team I've ever seen in my career. Tommy Pham's been around 13 years, dude. And he's played for, what, 17? For him to say that, that is damning criticism. And the other thing, Sal... I, I do think that there's a chance from that emotional, sentimental aspect that you just talked about where, you know, they, they can't let him go. I don't think Stearns cares about that. Cohen might, and that could enter the situation, but I, from from Stearns' point of view, I don't think he cares. Tony's in Fort Lee, and nor should he. He's got to, you got to be cold-blooded. It's what you're here for. Tony's in Fort Lee. What's happening, Tony? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, uh, great show. A question, you know. You're saying Pete Alonso, they have to keep him. They got to do everything to keep him. I mean, do you think Pete Alonso wants to stay a Met? No. I mean, I mean, you do not. I don't think he's dying to stay here. No, I don't. Okay, because it goes both ways. I mean, you know, you can throw all the money, but if he's not happy, I mean, I don't yeah. know. It just seems like, what about the other side? But uh, all right, thanks, guys. Great oh, stuff. All right. I mean, yeah, well, th- go ahead, Sam. 
you know, I, I just think that Pete won't. I, I wouldn't go as far as to say he's not happy here. I think Pete wants to be paid. So if I'm Pete Alonso and the Mets haven't come to an agreement w- with me yet, where really this type of stuff should have been done three years ago, not last season, not two years ago, three years ago, minimum, maybe two seasons ago, fine, before the 2022 season. Because then you're talking about Pete's, you know, a couple of seasons away from free agency, lock him up project you know forward give him some security but after last after the 2022 season if i'm pete i'm saying you know what i've gotten this close i'm playing it out unless you give me some ridiculous number which the mets aren't giving him a ridiculous number i don't think he's mad at the mets now again i don't know that but i think he just wants the most money and to find out what your true value is, you've got to test the open market. And he's this close, why not do it? Mm. We're going to find out. He might be, look, he might prefer New York, but if Chicago gives him 250 we're going to find out if he's mad at the... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Mets or if he wants the Mets or not. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan on this snowy Tuesday in NYC. It was a rough trip in BT from the island. Very, very, you know, snowy on the roads and all that stuff. Uh, how'd you do from Jersey? Okay, you getting in there this morning? Dude, I, I got to be honest. I don't worry. I got more problems with water than I do with snow. Like, well. you know, you know, <laughs> when I drive into a massive puddle. Like snow, I've never been bothered by snow. It's a, I don't know. Everybody freaks out. Big deal. No, truth be told, I'm actually doing the show from home today because it had nothing to do with the snow. I had a major, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. major stomach issues. The alarm went off at 2.20 a.m., and it wasn't my phone alarm. And I was like, oh, what's going on here? Uh. I don't know what happened, but it was a struggle all morning. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to go in today. Um, and then I guess the snow had a minimal factor in that, thinking about how I'd get home. But either way, it, it looks worse now than it was this morning. But, dude, the stomach issue, that was a problem. Well, it's, you know, have you had a colonoscopy yet or no? Yeah. I have not. Okay. You? But- well, yeah, everybody should have one. You know, I think they changed the age. I think it used to be 50. I think they changed it to 40. Either way, they give you this liquid that, that basically, I don't want to be gross here, but but it empties yeah. you out. It cleans you yes. out. And, you know, it just removes everything. And right. it, that's basically what was happening to you this morning based yeah, on our well, text right. message. It- 
put it this way. I wasn't worried about the risk of driving on the snow on the LIE <laughs> or the train. I was risking something else. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to make the two-hour commute without, you know, having a, an accident. No, no, listen, uh, anyway. Zell, it's one thing to have a, you know, if, it, if it's the number one, you have a little Gatorade bottle, you know, nearby. It's one yeah. thing, but the, the other thing, you can't pull over on the side of, oh, look at Sal. There's Sal on, on, the, uh, on the Meadowbrook yeah. Parkway. Yeah. Or worse on the LI double R. <laughs> Get out of that train yeah. car. I need it. Yeah, I need that bathroom. Oh, um, by the way, are we wearing our costumes tomorrow? What's the deal with that? I believe we that we are. I just got again, I've got like you, I've got all the makeup. I've got that this ridiculous bodysuit. It's oh God. Uh hot as hell. That I'm waiting on the one more shirt and it says that it's coming to tonight. But it also okay, well, said, but it was supposed to come by Sunday, hence the delay here. So as soon as it comes, I'm ready. Well, it's got to happen this week. At some point I'm this ready. week, we got to wait. Maybe it'll be happening game six of the uh, Baseball Card World Series on Thursday. Uh, I got to dress like Doink the Clown. You got to dress like Goldust. We're supposed to do it on Friday, but of course, we'll do it this week uh, with a little bit of uh, a delay there. Anyway, let's get back to the phones here, BT. We're talking Pete Alonso to start. We'll do Rodon and the Yankees coming up in a little bit and some Knicks as well. But David Stearns met the media yesterday as pitchers and catchers reported to Port St. Lucie and, you know, talked about a bunch of different things, but the Alonso, uh, contract the fact that it's unlikely they will extend him at this point before the season that has been making the biggest news yep and it's it's a thing that's going to be hanging over this season you know i don't want to seem you know overly uh hyperbolic here not every pete alonzo went bad but it's a story that you cannot escape until it's either resolved favorably or he's gone and i do not think he will get a long-term extension anthony's in colonia new jersey bt and sound on the fan ant what's cooking bud Hey, how's it going, fellas? Happy baseball season. Yeah. I, uh, Thank you. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, Sal, just um, God bless you and your family. Hope everything's going well for you, dude. Um, Thank you. We BT, we, it. Uh, yeah, you're welcome, man. Um, BT, we spoke a couple weeks ago. I'm still here watching Blues Clues, and I, uh, <laughs> I'm listening to the Alonzo take, and you're killing me today, man. I'm a diehard Mets fan, and I really wish that every word coming out of your mouth wasn't making so much sense to me. It's horrifying to hear as a Mets fan because uh, you're making a lot of sense. Um, but I'll say this. Part of what a lot of Mets fans want right now is for this franchise to be able to rid themselves of this LOL Mets crap. And part of the way to do that, even if it's trivial, is to keep your stars, man. And I just can't. It seems more LOL Mets to me to not sign Pete, even if it's an overpay, even if it's not the right thing to do or the smart thing to do, rather. I want Pete to stay a Met, and I, it's the Mets fan in me talking like that, but that's, I don't know, man. I, I can't, Pete not being a Met just doesn't make sense to me. It, well, it, it, it doesn't make emotional sense. Can you make it make baseball sense? Well, that's the, therein lies the rub, I guess. Yep. Well, see, I can. <laughs> I, I can. We've we've mm. talked Please about that. Do. Now, I I don't think Thanks, the Sam. Mets can, BT. I don't think the Mets can. I believe the Mets, and, and the Mets fan is going to be happy with this, I believe the Mets fan's voice, whether it be on this station, whether it be on social media, whether it be out in the ballpark, whatever it may be, I believe the Mets fan's voice Force the Mets' hand to realize they have to keep Pete Alonso. Now, outside of like somebody offering him ridiculous money and them them saying there's nothing we can do about, it. I'm not going to that extent. It's just stupid. I don't care how much the fans love him, but I really believe the Mets were 
at, they were. It wasn't whether we believe it or not. They were open to the idea of life without Pete Alonso. And I think that they could be fine without Alonso. We went over the examples last week of other teams, you know, that have lost superstars and gone on to have greater success. So I, I, I believe that they will be able to overcome it if Pete does leave. But I think they've gotten scared here with the blowback about Pete Alonso. And I believe that the Mets will, because of that, sign Pete Alonso to an extension where even they pay a little bit more than what they think he's truly worth. Dude, the Cardinals let Albert Pujols walk. I mean, come on. I know. Bryce Harper and the Nationals win a World Series. The next year. We've seen it before. We've seen it in other sports. Like, it happens all the time. But fans are emotional. And with Pete Alonso, there's a special connection with the Met fan. You know that. We've yep. dealt with that. Yep. So, and I understand it. But to, if you're going to say, can you detach yourself as a fan from the emotional side of it and say, could this team be better off with trading Pete? If you actually are able to detach yourself from the emotional side of it, you would say, yes. I don't believe the Mets ultimately are going to do that, mm-hmm. and the emotional side of it plays a big factor here. 877-337-6666. BT and Sound on the fan. Long Island, let's jump out there. What's going on, Frank? Hey, BT. Hey, Sal. How's it going? What's up, Frank? Hey, bud. So I think this whole Alonzo situation, it's its kind of like Brandon Nimmo in 2022, how he had the great year, and then they ended up signing him at the end of the year. We weren't sure if he was coming back. But the thing with the Alonzo situation, I think it's just how the Mets season goes. It's, it's like if he has a season he's, he's been having, 45-plus home runs. He's going to. I don't think he's going to be a Met in 20. 20- but, Frankie, he's going to. I'm giving you that because that's what he does. He's going to do that unless God forbid he gets hurt. The power's going to be there. Yeah. I still wouldn't give him a crazy why, deal. Why don't you think he's going to be a Met? Because you go to me I or Frankie? Think, no, Frankie. Uh, that's what I thought. Go ahead, Frank. I, I just I just think that if the Mets have a crappy year this year, he wants to go somewhere he, where he wants to win. Like this year, if like the Mets aren't in, all in on 2025, he wants to go somewhere where he wants to win. And I think with Scott Boris, he, he's going to go somewhere where they, where it's a winning team. Mm-hmm. Right, but Frankie, when is Scott Boris taking his clients to a winning team versus taking his clients for the most money? But, like, Sal, I'm just trying to say, but, like, he, P. Alonzo, he's not desperate to be here. Like, and Scott Boris is going to make that happen, I feel like. They, they want like, the Alonzo, most money. You're, you're right. You're, what you said there is half right. He is not desperate to be here. But you're saying that they're going to go chase winning, which, by the way, we don't know if there's going to be a better winning option available for Pete than what the Mets might be going into next season. But the, the second part of that was right. He wants the most money. Scott Boris is going to try to get him the most money. So he doesn't care necessarily about being here. While he may love New York, ultimately he wants the most money, especially if it's a significant difference. That's where we're going to find out really what is going to happen here. The Mets will give their max offer probably over what they think he is truly worth because he means more to them, and it's a matter of somebody else has a lot more, and then Pete's going to have to make a decision. We saw it with Judge. I mean, that's what happened. Judge made the decision to come back. He got offered more money to go elsewhere. I was saying at the time, BT, I didn't think the Yankees were going to offer Aaron Judge the most money, mm. and I was right. They didn't. However, they still got him because he didn't take the most money. Will Pete do the same? That's a big question. I'm not so sure. I think Pete's taking the most money. Yeah, yeah. It's a tricky one, man. I mean, this is this is as tricky as it gets because generally well, the difference. The, the, sorry, BT. The difference. Okay. So when I say I think Pete's taking the most money, the difference is I believe the Mets are going to give him the most money. Yeah. Unlike the Yankees with Judge. Yeah. I mean, 
You see, that this is the conflicting part because I know Cohen will do what he wants. Whatever he deems he wants, he will go full throttle. I don't think he wants Pete as much as you and others do. I don't. Yeah. So uh, see, I and that's the rub for me because I think if 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 I take away like long term vision, team building, structuring of a roster, and you know becoming you know not a dynasty sounds crazy, but just a, a team that's got a chance to win you know three four five years in a row, really truly win. By the time the talent base, certainly in the staff, is built up. Now, you know, Pete's 32, maybe 33. It's not congruent. It doesn't intersect. And Cohen's a brilliant financial man. Stearns is a brilliant baseball man. And I think when they speak unemotionally, I think they'll come to the conclusion that I've laid out. There's a better path without him. But we'll see. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.